Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, good morning everybody. What's up? Welcome back for another episode of Simply Not Easy. Hope everybody's having a great day out there. I know I am. Just getting ready, driving out to this course that I'm taking for the weekend. So extremely excited for that, ready to learn a lot from a lot of kind of great experts in the field as well as the other um, classmates that are there, see what they've got to bring to the table as well. So really pumped for that. And today, as you guys know, Saturday, sleepy Saturday. What we're talking about today is actually the thoracic spine and no perfect way to do this because, or no, no better way timing to do this because right now with myself going off to the course and everything for the thoracic spine itself. And you might ask, okay, what does the thoracic spine have to do with rest, recovery, rejuvenation, all these cool things we talk about? My answer to you, everything. So the thoracic spine is, it's really, we got three main sections of our spine, the cervical, the neck, thoracic, the middle. And what distinguishes thoracic is has all the ribs coming off of it. Then our low back lumbar area. So with that thoracic spine, it's usually, it's, it's meant biomechanically for our body to have a good amount of motion from there. It's meant to move as one kind of large segment with each little bit having a little bit more motion than the next as we go up and down the chain and contributing to an overall full body movement pattern together. But its primary axis that it moves around is rotational. So the thoracic spine has a lot of rotational range of motion. Oftentimes though it's neglected and we don't treat it as well as we should and the spine can um, stiffen up. It can get, it can have some resistance to movement. And you know, this is a place, if you literally think about it, the center of our body, the central location between our upper extremity, starting from the shoulder, going all the way down to the fingertips and our hips starting all the way from our hip and butt joint and going all the way down to the bottom of our toes. It's an extremely crucial area that we want to keep mobile. And I'm going to bring you guys back, you know, several weeks ago, we talked about this idea in one of our podcast episodes, but about this whole idea of what we call regional interdependence. And all that really means is that the body is connected. You know, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. But so many of the things that we see for many different reasons throughout the body, it's a dangerous game to kind of chase the pain around. And sometimes even just getting more mobility and moving better in a certain area in the body can relieve some stress and pressure in another area. The way I think about this is like a factory line or an assembly line in a factory. Let's say you've got five people there working pretty hard, doing their thing. You know, it's a long day at work, but time goes by, right? They're doing their thing. Well, what happens is two out of the five people go take their lunch break. But instead of taking their lunch break, they just never come back. So for the next week, those three people still have the expectation of doing what the five people were supposed to do. And this brings in the idea of regional interdependence, that everything depends on each other and the overall load in the body. And we can draw the same comparison with our physical biomechanical body too. If we're trying to execute a full body movement and let's say that the thoracic spine is really not doing its job at all, what's gotta take over? I mean, if we think about five people in the chain, let's talk about shoulder, neck, thoracic spine, low back, and hips. If we need all five of those to be involved, 
and that thoracic spine is really not doing a heck of a lot, then guess what? That's extra stress, extra load placed on other systems. And no, you might not feel the pain in the slacker, the thoracic spine, the person that's taken off, chilling on vacation, hanging out on the beach with a little bit of a margarita. But the other, the others certainly are. They're feeling the increased workload. And so this is the idea that it's extremely important to keep the mobility of the thoracic spine doing pretty well with it being made for a lot of rotational things. And so how, do, how the heck do we functionally do that? What do we want? It's, an, it's great to talk about and it's great to say, hey, yeah, you should be moving perfectly ideally all the time, which, by the way, is kind of a myth. You know, there is no one ideal way to move. We have a lot of, we want to have some, there are good mechanics to keep in mind in general, but in addition to that, there are general principles of, hey, let's get good movement variability. So not just move the same way every single time, but then also get resiliency with movement where we don't have these stress and strains in our body and we can, our system can handle and withhold the forces that we place under it. So let's talk about first why we don't have great thoracic spines as far as the mobility. And I'm not, I'm not saying that they're structurally unstable or anything like that. They just don't move as often as they should. And, you know, basic principles, you use it or you lose it. If you don't keep moving that spine, guess what? It might get a little bit sore or stiff. But the good news is there's the other end of that law too. You use it or you lose it. That means if you use it, you're not going to lose it and you'll keep going from there. So every time you reach all the way overhead with the arms, you get a little bit of thoracic extension in the upper thoracic area. And that's so incredibly important for the way that we function. You know, a lot of shoulder pain and shoulder issues can actually be partially resolved and, and or contributed by a less than ideally mobile upper thoracic spine. And that's a big way, um, and that's a big way to kind of help address issues. And now, as you kind of get the spine moving and everything, our body likes motion. You know, motion is lotion. And every joint in our body that has motion has a joint capsule. And what happens is the nutrition that gets into these joint capsules is different. It's not different in terms of, hey, it's still sugar, it's still all these other good nutrients, but it gets in there differently. It's not an active blood supply flow where you've got these arteries and veins that pump back and forth and say, hey, my muscle's working, I need more blood. Sweet, guess what? I get more blood right on tap. Pretty fun, actually fun way to think about that. Arteries and veins, blood right on tap. Um, but anyways, what happens is those nutrients get diffused into the joint, into the joint capsule, into that synovial fluid, which encapsulates all around the joint for lubrication. So the only way that that nutrition gets spread to the entire joint is if you move the joint through its entire range. So think of it kind of like a snow globe where you've got to move it and shake it around a little bit. The joints and everything in general stay within the same part of that snow globe. Now, the part where this analogy fails is that as you do move that joint around more and more and more, the stuff inside the snow globe in terms of the main object, that actually moves around a little bit. And it's that movement that creates the fluid dynamic of having this thick, kind of viscous, almost like a light syrupy type liquid in there that contains all the nutrients to help that move around better and better over time. So what can you do to help 
your thoracic spine, help your mobility, and perhaps take pressure load off the rest of the areas in your body, spend a little bit of time bringing those arms overhead, even if you don't typically do it in a day. Get those shoulders going nice overhead, nice slow controlled movements, and really well with that. Go ahead and do some reaching movements across the body with these arms. I love some exercises, we call this like an open book exercise, where you're laying on your side and you have both arms straight out in front of you. Let's say you're laying on your right side, your knees are curled up just a little bit, and both hands are all the way out to the right. Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna breathe in, bring that left hand all the way up to straight up in front of you. Uh, then you can do some variations on this after. One of the things that you can do is you can go ahead and breathe out and try and bring, while keeping that rotation, bring the other hand up, not to fully meet it because you won't get all the way there, but to partially get there. The other thing that you can do after that is you can bring that. So breathing in, left hand up, breathing out, right hand up, breathing in again, let's get that left hand to fall even further down. And having practicing this mobility the entire time can be a huge benefit for getting that because guess what's attached to the thoracic spine? Guess what makes it unique? It's the ribs. So if we practice using our ribs with breathing the whole time, then that's gonna play a huge benefit as well. So we have to get the thoracic spine moving with our ribs. And now there's a lot of research and evidence out there that it's harder to individualize motions. It's hard to say, hey, I need this one specific thoracic segment to move um, in relation to the others a lot more. There's mixed evidence on that. It may or may not happen. But what we do know is that moving the whole segment at regionally with a little bit of motion in each overall contributing to it is the way that our body is meant to move anyway. So I'm not telling you that, oh, you need a better left upward rotation on your T4 um, segment. No, but could you use a little bit more ability, more mobility overall throughout your spine? Yeah, totally. I probably could too. And that's why we're here working on it. Um, so those are strategies that can definitely help. Um, the other thing I love doing foam roller work. So I love getting on, um, having a foam roller down, getting on my back, rolling up and down the spine nice and gentle, incorporating breathing movements with, with this. Because like we said, it's all about the breath too. And focusing on that as the ribs expand in and out, putting a little bit of pressure on that system. Now, as always, if you're truly having some pain in this area and it's not just about getting a little bit more mobility and moving a little bit smoother, please consult a healthcare professional. It's extremely important. Uh, we want to ha give all of you the best possible care that you can. All right, everybody, mobilize that spine, get things moving a little bit. It should help free everything else up. And you know what? Have fun, experiment with your body a little bit. All right, everybody, thank you for your time. Simply not easy.